your favorite hockey team is three time zones away from home, preparing to face three teams in their element. But they need to apply one formula the entire way through. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning from Los Angeles. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. I'll be out here checking out how the Penguins fare against the Ducks, the Kings, and then the Sharks over these next five days. I'm looking forward to the feel of the trip, to being around the team in settings that are far from Pittsburgh and as a result, far from the usual crush of reporters that's around the team. It's a lot more loose and relaxed. A lot of the conversations that you can have, a lot of the vibes that you can pick up, that's something that's always appreciated by any reporter. But I'm also looking forward to seeing some defense. That's going to be the singularly defining trait, I believe, of the coming three games. Or, I should say, it had better be. Because, see, while fairly, I think, praising the team for the outcome that they generated against the Avalanche a couple nights ago, uh, with the way that finished, with how uh, uplifted everyone was in that room, with whatever sense of confidence or additional confidence they might have been able to carry with them out here. What was really missing, still, after all this time, was defending. Colorado finished with 42 shots on goal. Nathan McKinnon, by himself, generated 19 shot attempts. One player, 19 shot attempts. And I know who he is. I know what he represents, and I also know how specifically great he was that night. But 19 shot attempts came off the blade of a single stick. That is not the work of a great defensive performance, much less a great defensive team, to be kind. That's got to begin to change. I cite all the time the trip to St. Paul and Winnipeg where the Penguins really kind of found their equilibrium over all 200 feet, where they just checked into submission, the Jets, in large part because they respected them so much and what they could do, that they stayed humble and stayed on top of the puck and pressured and pressured and pressured and stayed patient and made sure that they didn't throw the puck away once they had worked that hard to get it. Now, I'm not real big on predictions. That's that's not my thing. I'm just not into it. I'm not a gambling guy, a betting guy, whatever. I feel like there's enough to discuss in the present and the recent past that I don't have to bother with it. But I will make this prediction for you right now. How the Penguins fare in the three games after this trip will depend almost entirely on how they defend in the three games out here. The three games after this trip? Yeah. Two against the Islanders, one against the Devils. Isles are right behind them. Devils are right in front of them. Doesn't get a whole lot bigger than that around this time of year. 
Mike Sullivan's messaging since coming out of the All-Star break, whether it's at practices or at games, has been to don't worry so much about what's happened to date. Press that hard reset button. He keeps using that term and become the team that we want to be now and moving forward. Well, guess what? Moving forward starts now. Here's some of what I mean. Our most meaningful hockey is in front of us, and uh, and we got to get excited about it. It's also going to be the hardest hockey. And, um, you know, I, we talked a lot tonight going into a game when you haven't played in a while, just about simplicity, uh, trying to play a straight-ahead game, take some of the thinking out of it, get your legs going. Um, and as I said, I thought we got better as the game went on. Um, certainly not the cleanest uh, execution in the first part of the game by any stretch. You know, I know our team is capable of being better, uh, but our guys found a way. We, uh, you know, I thought we grabbed the hold of it in the third period in particular, and uh, and and I think that's something to build on. It's a character win. I think that's something to build on. Um, but also, we understand we've got to get better in certain areas. We'll do that. And I don't think it's going to be easy, and, and not just because you know the system isn't easy. The system is to use another Sullivan term. Hard. It's hard to play this way. But they're going to have to do it, and they're going to have to do it against all three opponents, not just the one that's good. That, of course, being the Kings in the middle and the Kings being the second on back-to-back nights. The Ducks have been playing a little bit better hockey. The Sharks have been playing a little bit hockey. And, of course, the Penguins are in no position to look down their nose at anybody, including the Sharks, since the Sharks just came to Pittsburgh and beat them. But the goal here has to be to treat them all the same way, to treat them all the way they treated the Jets that night in November, to treat them all the way they they treated the Rangers when they came to town in Pittsburgh. And, you know, first period wasn't so hot, but man, did they turn it up the rest of the way in taking that game. That's the kind of hockey they're going to have to deploy. I remain very much of the belief that they don't currently have all the right players in place. That's a generous way of referring to the same guys I've been referring to for a while now. Not going to do it again. But that notwithstanding, the group as a whole still has to compete the same way, still has to put into play the system that's there the same way. And that has to start against, you know, a a crappy tanking Anaheim team. And it has to finish on this trip against a crappy tanking San Jose team. And in the middle, it's only going to be one way to beat L.A. Am I predicting that this is going to happen? Wow, no. Okay. (laughs) N-O, no. But can it? Yes. Does it need to? Heck yes. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Chris and It's a good one. He asks, did the result of the game against Colorado actually hurt the Pens? They were outplayed most of the night. They chased 
The Avs all over the rink and often looked like they were on the PK during 5-on-5. Casey DeSmith might have had one of his best games of his career, and the post and the crossbar behind him were equally good. How often will he repeat that? When you win a game like that, it feels good, but is it? Management seems oblivious to the needed changes. Will a win like this give them another false positive? Yes, it will. You are correct on this. They are attempting to seek out any positive that's available and to embrace it and to embolden it and to build up this team's confidence. And yes, that comes with risk. But the way they've been treating it, and and specifically here I'm talking about Sullivan, is that he'll say, as he did after this one, I loved our stick-to-itiveness. That's his term of the year. While at the same time recognizing that there are lessons that we need to learn from this game, we need to be better at this, better at that. It's been a lot of the same script when it comes to even the W's. That's why I keep emphasizing that none of this is going to amount to a thing until you see a superior defensive performance or a series of superior defensive performances. Here again, I'm not in line to predict anything of the kind. They're still using Jeff Carter, who can't defend to save his life right now. They're still using Brian Dumoulin, who is, yeah, I I said I wasn't going to do this again, right? Okay, I'm not. But they're still using a lot of the people who are making defending more difficult than it would need to be if they had the appropriate people in place. They don't. So what they're going to have to do is either get smart, get courageous, make the moves they need to make, or play a lot better, or defend a lot better, or, as you alluded to, continue to get outstanding goaltending. Accounting on DeSmith for that is a reach. Hoping that Tristan Jari makes it back at some point on the trip, he is going to travel with the team. That's a little bit more plausible. That's a formula that would work for anyone, really, you know, great goaltending. But it certainly worked for the Penguins in that tremendous month-long run from mid-November to mid-December. That's what. That's one way to, you know, band-aid or tourniquet the entire process. I just don't think it's an answer. I think you have to come up with an answer that's a lot more definitive and authoritative than that. That means getting better defensive players and from there defending a lot better and a lot harder. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. The team practices here in Anaheim today. The game against the Ducks is tomorrow night. I'll be reporting from out here all week long. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.